Hello, and welcome to EDU, Eric DeReese University. I'm Dr. DeReese. Let's get started, shall we? A Guide to Assessing Needs. Section 1, Needs Assessment, Frequently Asked Questions, Introduction. Since the 1960s, needs assessments have become a fairly common business practice. Consequently, the term needs assessment has taken on several definitions and has led to a number of related process models or approaches. Gap analysis, needs analysis, and performance analysis are occasionally used as synonyms for needs assessment, yet they are more frequently and more accurately defined as needs assessment tools. Other tools, such as strategic planning, focus groups, and multi-criteria analysis, have also been borrowed and customized from other disciplines to improve our ability to inform decisions. By applying these and other tools, needs assessments have arguably become part of the science in the art and science of many business decisions. You have therefore probably read needs assessment reports, though potentially not given that title, or even participated in related processes such as a survey or interview used to inform a pending decision. Although such reports can provide a valuable context for understanding the topic, there are a number of foundational constructs and relationships that can help you uh, better use needs assessment to achieve desired results. In this section, we offer an introduction to needs assessments as we present many of the most frequently asked questions that we get from colleagues, students, clients, and others. Responses to the questions that provide the basis for how needs assessments are conducted. See section two, how tools and techniques are applied. See section three, and how you can imagine, uh, how you can manage an assessment project. See appendix A. Mind the gaps. Gaps either as opportunities or problems are common instigators of action. Gaps lead to projects or programs, thereby steering us to change the status quo. They highlight often in concert, in concrete terms, issues that would otherwise be obscured. Gaps also challenge us to find ways to improve personal and institutional performance. Gaps do not tell us what to do, but rather they characterize the measures uh, we use to define success. At the beginning of any project or program, there are gaps, gaps between the way things are and the the way things could be. Terry Williams and Nut Samset uh, describe this as the time when a project exists only conceptually and before it is planned and implemented. In this period, ideas are being generated, needs are being defined, options are being considered, relationships are being nurtured, and partners are weighing each other's strengths and weaknesses. It is a dynamic period leading up to a decision that will either lead to an action or not. Because we live in an imperfect world, gaps exist. They guide our decisions. They define our goals. At their best, gaps determine what results should be achieved before actions are taken. Those gaps are the needs of needs assessments and they help us make justifiable and informed decisions. Ignoring gaps can be dangerous. Um, When you make decisions about what to do, such as build a dam, start a new HIV AIDS education program, offer training to a ministry staff, without a clear distinction between uh, where you are and where you want to be, then the odds of achieving desired results are greatly diminished and the resources are lost. You have Uh, You have also missed the opportunity to compare alternatives. Likewise, it may be that the solution you propose is useful, but that it is even more effective when paired with another activity. 
Each of these concepts is an important consideration that you must that you miss when you ignore needs or gaps. You should therefore pay attention to gaps and results. Let the gaps guide your decisions. Use the gaps to monitor your progress. Uh, view the gaps as opportunities rather than problems. Lead projects to close gaps. Gaps and results or needs can be compared, prioritized, and balanced. Ideas for achieving desired results can be generated. Solutions can be evaluated in differing combinations, thus using their ability to close gaps as one of the main criteria by which alternative activities are compared. When you make decisions about what to do, it is essential to know the results you are trying to accomplish uh, before trying to determine what actions might work best. Nevertheless, in our rush to get moving, we frequently lose sight of or fail to, to ever identify the desired results, which leaves us without a clear definition of where we are and where we want to go. In those situations, we often must rationalize decisions we have already made, which can lead to trouble. Or we move ahead with implementing a solution for which uh, there is no known problem. Um, when this haste happens, we choose our next steps, uh, whether writing a period to start a new project or deciding on a capacity development strategy without the opportunity, A, to verify that they are capable of achieving desired results, B, to compare among alternatives, C, to combine a number of solutions to maximize overall effects, or D, to prioritize the needs to most efficiently use resources. Gaps and results are both opportunities and problems, They're depending on your perspective. In either case, they are the foundation that guides justifiable decisions. For instance, when a provincial ministry of education desires uh, improved public education for its school children in a low-performing school system, it is pointless to choose between building schools or hiring more teachers without first having clear measures of the results that stakeholders want accomplished in comparison to current achievements. Often, development uh, projects proceed with just a vague notion of what should be uh, achieved, such as improving student performance or increasing educational access. Yet this guesswork is not enough to justify significant investments of time and money. Justifiable decisions are therefore best made when considering and comparing a number of alternatives and when assessing combinations of activities for their ability to accomplish desired results. This endeavor, of course, depends on having defined uh, the gaps in the results. Why call it needs assessment? There are many aspects to the front end of any project or program leading from concept to decision. The associated activities fill the space between strategic planning and project initiation, lead from crisis to the first response, and close the gap between what your boss asks for and the actions you take to meet the request. As such, no widely accepted and appropriate term links together all activities that might take place as precursors to action. Although strategic planning plays a significant role in supporting many decisions, it is only part of the puzzle. Likewise, processes for making decisions, such as pairwise comparisons, are frequently included in the front end, though they are neither necessary nor sufficient by themselves. Capacity development is also related to the context in which decisions are frequently made in development projects, but the early front-end decisions we are focusing on in this book are the precursors to capacity development activities rather than the activities themselves. Nevertheless, the convenience we want to use a term uh, throughout this, oh, nevertheless, for convenience, the, uh, we want to use a term throughout this book that will uh, represent the broad concept of the activities and actions that lead up to the point of making a decision. From the academic literature, we find that needs assessment is the best option. Noting, however, 
that given its history, the term and the related processes may be unwanted, may have unwanted baggage derived from other applications. But what term or phrase doesn't? Allison Rossett, professor emeritus at San Diego State University, defines needs assessment as the systematic study of a problem or innovation incorporating data and opinions from varied sources in order to make effective decisions or uh, recommendations about what should happen next. For our purposes, this is a sensible definition of the desired activities leading to a decision. After all, the earliest decisions of a development project should be guided by systematic steps that inform our decisions to make action, uh, to take action, or in some instances, decisions not to take action. Because needs assessment is, however, a term that you may be familiar with from other applications, such as training needs assessment, we ask that you try to suspend any conceptions or misconceptions you may have regarding what a needs assessment is and the results that it can achieve. What is needs assessment? A needs assessment is simply a tool for making better decisions, from choosing a new car or uh, finding a house to call home to selecting an appropriate HIV AIDS intervention or determining when training will build institutional capacity. Needs assessments are used to make informed personal and professional decisions. You may not necessarily refer to the steps you take to inform your decisions as needs assessment, but whenever you start your decision making by examining what results you are achieving today and what results you want to accomplish tomorrow, you are conducting a needs assessment. Physicians, for instance, uh, use needs assessments to define and prioritize the critical injuries of people as they enter the emergency room. Uh, plumbers use needs assessments to identify problems, weigh alternative solutions, and make decisions about which parts must be replaced first. Likewise, organizational managers and leaders use needs assessments to define those areas where performance can be improved uh, in the near term and long term. Roger Kaufman, Professor Emeritus at Florida State University, defines a needs assessment in terms of gaps in results. Uh, from a performance perspective, this definition offers two useful formulas to assessing needs. And the first formula, needs are gaps between current results and desired results. The size and importance of the gaps can then be compared to inform your decisions. For instance, your desired result is perhaps to be point B, but your current results have left you in point A. Therefore, your need is the gap between results at point A and results at point B. Uh, as an example, your department is responsible for processing all travel reimbursements within 10 days of their arrival from field staff members. Yet, current results within your department indicate that it takes 14 days on average for staff members to receive their reimbursements. The need in this example is then defined as the gap between the objective of a 10-day reimbursement cycle and the current performance of 14 days. Kaufman's definition also provides a second formula for prioritizing needs. According to the definition, needs are prioritized through the um, comparison of A, costs associated with addressing the needs or closing the gap, and B, costs associated with not addressing the needs or leaving the gap. This comparison is the foundation for moving beyond merely identifying problems or opportunities, thereby offering an approach for using information about the needs so you make decisions about what to do next. As you see, needs assessments are very formular, uh, familiar processes. You are likely most familiar with less formal, non-systematic needs assessments that are heuristic within many decision-making models. Although potentially less familiar, the more formalized and systematic needs assessments are also, however, uh, common in most organizations. 
What differentiates the needs assessment approach described in this book from the approach you likely already know is the focus on improving performance. This book's approach involves uh, moving the achievement of the current results to the accomplishment of desired results. According to Kaufman's definition of needs, this uh, approach focuses each of the steps, tools, techniques, guides, and other resources on first defining what results to achieve uh, before then determining what activities or solutions will best accomplish those needs, those results. <clears throat> then what is a need? Needs are simply the differences between your current achievements and your desired accomplishments. Um, thus, needs most commonly represent discrepancies, often deficits between your ambitions and the results of your current performance. In the same way, needs can signify an overabundance of success when current achievements surpass your desired accomplishments, thereby possibly suggesting an excess of resources going toward the results. Needs do not, however, include any mention or discussion of computers, budgets, training courses, irrigation systems, HIV AIDS programs, urban development, uh, executive coaching, uh, leadership, incentives, policy analysis, microfinance strategies, holiday bonus reengineering, or any other <coughs> techniques <coughs> used to achieve results. Rather, your needs are the best gaps between current and desired performance. When you have defined a need and have determined that it is a prior priority for you and, and your organization, then you will want to look at all of the possibility, possible activities that could be done to improve performance and reach your goal. You can systematically examine alternatives for improving performance and justify your decisions based on criteria related to the results to be achieved. This process ensures that you do not put the proverbial cart before the horse. When the need is defined in terms of gaps and results, you can then look at the ideas offered by managers and other such as others, such as hiring, uh, building roads, training employees, or establishing new policies to determine which ideas will best achieve the desired results. The suggestions of managers may end up being desired activities uh, to improve performance, but they are not needs. When completing a needs assessment, you will find, for instance, that reducing poverty among rural farmers to your desired level requires a combination of direct financial assistance, updates to national, <coughs> updates to national agricultural agriculture um, policies, training and irrigation techniques, partnerships with local shipping companies and other activities. With your need defined in terms of results to be accomplished, you can now compare differing combinations of these activities to determine where the knowledge, skills, and resources of your organization can best be applied and can partner with organizations, with other organizations to fill in the remaining cracks. You cannot do this, however, if you define your need as a solution, such as uh, we need policy reform or we need higher uh, speed rail. <clears throat> what is meant by improving performance? The efforts of organizations vary widely from uh, producing farm equipment to making loans to low-income countries, and, and thus it is next to impossible to adequately describe the desirable results of all organizations with a uh, universal term uh, or phrase. Adding to the challenge, many development institutions apply unique definitions to the typical terms you may use to refer to results, including results, product, outputs, outcomes, or impacts. Then, the institutions create new ways to describe the relationships among the results. Yet, for ease of discussion, needs assessment assessments in a manner that can uh, communicate with readers from varied organizations. In this book, we have settled on the framing improving 
on the phrase improving performance to represent the results that are the focus <coughs> God, that are the focus of the needs assessment. <coughs> the phrase is not ideal in all contexts, but we hope it works for most readers. Improving performance as we use it here is the mo is the move from achieving current results to accomplishing desired results, thus improving <coughs> thus improving refers to the measured progress from a less than desirable state to a desirable state, whereas performance refers to the results. No matter if your organization classifies them as products, outputs, outcomes, impacts, or some combination of these, results are interrelated and interdependent. Impacts depend on products. For instance, just as outputs should contribute to outcomes, without the products of individual staff members, organizations would not have uh, deliverables to provide to clients nor would communities benefit from the outcomes or defects of those deliverables. Therefore, aligning, alignment of results is critical to success, much more so than the titles we give those results. <clears throat> Embedded in the, the phrase improving performance is the notion that improving, that improving how people perform is also essential to accomplishing results, although performing and performance are not equivalent. After all, we can each individually improve how well we perform our jobs, but never achieve desired results. And at the same time, desired results are rarely accomplished without improvements in how people perform. Performance is therefore considered the combination of the process that is performing and the desired results. We can consider then three levels of performance, individual or team, organizational and societal. For some readers, the focus of your needs assessment will be the results achieved by individuals or groups in your organization, <clears throat> also known as individual or team performance. <clears throat> the first category of performance may deal with the preparation of reports, the production of equipment, or document, documenting, document, documenting the distribution of funds to local nonprofit groups. Individual performance may relate to the development of a project plan or the results of mentoring colleagues, in all cases, individual or team performance focuses on the accomplishment of desirable results by the individuals, teams, or working groups. Thus, it incorporates improvements in performance and the achievement of desired results. For other readers, the focus of their needs assessments may relate directly to the results that their organizations accomplish <coughs> and deliver to clients. Organizational performance, the second category of performance, is about the achievement of organizational objectives that lead to beneficial results for the organization, its clients, and its partners. From the delivery of goods or services to the achievement of long-term development objectives, organizational performance is achieved when there is alignment between what an organization uses, does, produces, and delivers. As such, organizational performance is forever bound to individual or team performance, thus making their alignment essential to success. The third and final category of performance has an important role in every needs assessment societal performance. Because individuals, teams, and organizations do not exist in a vacuum, the results they produce are interwoven with the results achieved by the society, from local communities to our shared global society that they exist within or that they serve. Although the societal connections are not always direct and observable from the level of individual or team performance. For example, as with team results, when an internal report on customer satisfaction is your product, Improvements in performance are most valued when there is alignment between individual, individual, team, organizational, and societal results.
Hence, improving, performing, improving performance uh, covers a vast array of topics, disciplines, fields, sections, technologies, and business models. As such, it is an, an expedient and pragmatic phrase to use in relation to a needs assessment because it too can be applied in a host of arenas. From internal decisions about when to develop training to external choices about how to assist impoverished communities, rebuild after a natural disaster, needs assessments play a vital role in making informed decisions. Fundamental to improving performance is the uh, equifinality principle of systems theory, which states that in an open system, there are always alternatives for achieving desired results. In practical terms, this principle tells you that even when one solution or activity initially seems to be the only way to accomplish results, in reality, there are always other options that should be considered, even if you decide in the end to go with your initial selection. This requires a needs assessment approach that focuses on results and that collects data to inform decisions rather than data to justify decisions that have already been made. At the same time, it is important to remember that all performance is not worth improving. As Doug Lay of Pepperdine University points out, some results should be improved, some maintained, and some reduced or eliminated. Um, in their book, Performance-Based Instruction, uh, Breathauer and Smalley, Smalley uh, point out that performance improvement interventions always add cost and only sometimes add value. A needs assessment is a valuable tool for systematically justifying when and where to improve resources. After first defining which results are worth accomplishing, and then selecting appropriate activities for achieving those results. The findings of your needs assessment um, might, for example, determine that although a country's ministry officials are not fully prepared to sustain a development project over time, the cost of training the officials, especially given the high turnover in the ministry, is not a wise investment. In response, you may consider a building more partnerships into the project to reduce the long-term dependence on a single ministry, or b uh, developing a series of job aids that ministry officials can use as an alternative training program, there are always choices for how to accomplish desired results, including the option of doing nothing at the time. Needs assessments can help you weigh your options, thereby ensuring that you can justify your choices. <clears throat> what are the benefits of a needs assessment? Needs assessments can be systematic processes to guide decisions uh, decision-making. No matter how big or small your choices, the decisions you make each day influence your performance. Excuse me, the performance of others around you and the performance of your organization and its contribution to society. Systematic uh, processes not only provide initial step-by-step -step guides, but also offer a foundation, foundational set of procedures that you can reflect on, customize, and um, continually improve in order to enrich your decisions later on. Needs assessments can provide justification for decisions before they are made. After all, one decision is, um, after all, once a decision is made, it is typically too late to start justifying your choices. Rather, needs assessments proactively identify A, the performance data that define your needs, B, the prioritization of your needs, C, the performance criteria for assessing potential interventions, and D, the information necessary to justify your selection of one or more activities to improve performance. Needs assessments can be uh, scalable for any size project, time frame, or budget. There's no reason to spend um, 
a hundred thousand, no, a thousand U.S. dollars to resolve a a ten dollar performance problem. Likewise, you would not want to take a year and spend thousands of dollars to improve a rigid needs assessment process that would only moderately improve the performance on a small project or program that is about to end. What you want is a process that can be appropriately scaled for the scope of your improvement efforts. Needs assessments can offer a replicable model that can be applied by novices or experts. If you build on the lessons learned from previous decisions, needs assessments can offer a re replicable process that can be used over and over again, and that can be systematically improved over time, upon over time. The fundamental framework for needs assessments provides a flexible structure that can apply today, tomorrow, and in the future to guide your decisions. Needs assessments can provide a systematic perspective for decision makers. Organizations are built around interdependent systems, systems of subsystems, and even social systems that you will never find in an organizational directory. As a consequence, your decisions constantly have rippling effects that move from one system to the next. Needs assessment can allow for interdisciplinary solutions to complex problems. Unsatisfactory performance in an organization is rarely the result of single problems, issues, or causes. Therefore, uh, performance is rarely improved by single solutions, interventions, or activities. Through their processes, needs assessments encourage you to identify, compare, and when appropriate, combine the activities that will best accomplish the desired results. Are we already doing this? Yes, no, sometimes, maybe. Most people do use informal or incomplete needs assessment steps to make more decisions in their lives. When you buy a new home, for instance, you will likely take time to collect information on school performance, resale value, neighborhood crime rates, and other essential performance criteria to be used in making your final choice. But when selecting a primary care physician, you may simply go with the one that is most conveniently located to your work or home. Likewise, sometimes uh, you, may more, you may use more formal decision-making steps in your professional choices, although more often than not, if you are like most people, you frequently begin your professional decision-making with an answer or a solution already in mind. In most cases, the quality of your informal decision-making has been good, and that has likely contributed to your success in the past. Yet, for most of us, decisions are becoming increasingly complex. Complex. Uh, most likely, you are often asked to make complicated decisions on a daily basis to keep pace with organizational and global changes and to stay one step ahead of the competition. Although, developing a new workshop or creating a new mission statement may have been the answer to many challenges in the past. Improving performance now requires the development of sustainable performance sub, uh, systems that address multiple factors that influence individual team, organizational, client, and societal results. Dimensions of performance now include individual and organizational capacity, motivation and self-concept, uh, expectations and feedback, uh, rewards, incentives, and recognition, uh, environment resources and processes, skills and knowledge, organizational culture, and strategic, tactical, and operational uh, directions. Solutions presented may include things such as uh, um, new roads, new computers, uh, more money, more staff members, policy perform, uh, reforms, or any of a thousand ideas that may be useful in improving performance. The challenge is not to find out what ideas people have for improving performance. Rather, the challenge is to identify and measure the true gap 
that exists between the results that should be accomplished and the current achievements and then to match useful solutions to those needs. Formal and informal needs assessments can and should be part of the professional decision making, although those systematic processes are not intrinsic to most organizational practice. By regularly conducting uh, formal um, needs assessments, uh, you can build expertise in the related procedures, uh, customize uh, standardized models for application in your decisions, and then include those steps as inherent uh, characteristics of your informal daily decision making. In this manner, not only can you improve your decisions about what activities to undertake, but you can also uh, internalize informal processes that will improve the results of all decisions uh, you make. When should we conduct a needs assessment? Needs assessments, either formally as part of a major uh, business decision or informally when weighing alternatives, can be of value most days from determining if and how economic policy reforms can be of value to a client, country, to deciding when to provide performance feedback to your project staff members. Many decisions can benefit from the collection of additional information and systematic application of that information to your decision making. Needs assessments do just that. Uh, because needs assessments help inform decisions, they can be used uh, proactively to identify opportunities to improve performance, reactively in response to the consequences of less than desirable results, or continuously as an integrated uh, component of an ongoing improvement program. Hence, needs assessments are a valuable tool for decision making at all levels of an organization and in almost any role. From decision makers working to create a new development uh, initiative with other donors to those charged with improving current efforts and all combinations in between, needs, needs assessments can be used to guide decisions. Many conversations can lead to a needs assessment. <clears throat> Sometimes these conversations are within your organization and at other times they are with your clients or partners. In the latter case, needs assessments tools uh, may be applied to assist others in identifying their needs and making decisions about what should happen next, potentially leading to a new leading to new projects. Clients sometimes have well-defined needs, although uh, many times they do not. Other times they may think that they do when in fact they do not. Clients usually have a list of desired projects, processes, and products, uh, or, yeah, products or wants. Yet that doesn't mean that they have the information to guide useful dec decisions that achieve results. Needs assessments, or even the underlying logic of a needs assessment approach, are not, however, always used to guide decisions. Consequently, decision makers frequently struggle to make justifiable choices. <clears throat> this situation happens for many reasons, including A, they don't have a clear, measurable uh, definition of what results are desired or, or required. B, they don't have a good measurement of what results are currently being achieved. C, they are focused only on a single solution that they want and are not thinking in terms of alternative solutions. D, they have very limited information on the options. Or E, they don't have clear criteria for comparing their options. Um, each of these reasons probably sounds familiar because they are true to some degree in almost every organization. Although assessment opportunities are frequent in conversations, a keen ear is required to note the opportunity and the value to be added by an assessment. Listen carefully when talking with colleagues, clients, and partners about decisions that could benefit from a clear identification of needs 
alternatives and criteria for making choices. Needs assessment can also help you avoid missteps. Simple answers to your professional challenges usually won't provide the sustainable results that you are ethically responsible to provide. After all, for every performance problem, there is a solution that is simple, straightforward, acceptable, understandable, and wrong. For instance, human resources officers commonly hear managers requesting new or additional training in a variety of organizational areas. Although training may initially seem to be reasonable, a reasonable solution to the problem being faced by the manager, an informed decision about how to improve performance requires that additional information uh, be considered before rushing ahead with any single solution. Most often, organizational challenges are not linked to any single cause, such as the perceived inadequate knowledge or skills of others. Rather, they are brought about by a combination of issues, such as misguided incentives, um, inadequate processes, miscommunication on performance expectations, and other problems. The following sample statements are good indicators that a needs assessment may be appropriate, uh, may be the appropriate next step before making any decisions. We need to provide more training to people working in the Ministry of Agriculture. They really must have this program in place by next year. Last week, I decided that introducing uh, such and such would be a good place to start building capacity. They need to go to leadership training. If you had such and such, then you would be more productive. You need to build X, Y, and Z into your project proposal. When you hear these or similar statements about what should be done, it is usually a good time to step back and ensure that you know where you are headed before you take the next step. After all, if you are not headed in the right direction, then you could end up someplace other than where you want to be. Are needs assessments just for reacting to problems? In addition to being reactive, needs assessments can and should be a proactive tool. Uh, you can, for instance, use a needs assessment as a process for working with clients and partners to define future projects. An example of where a proactive approach could be taken would be as part of a government strategy uh, paper designed to look ahead for 20 years to examine possible regional transportation requirements and options. In such situations, the needs assessment provides continual feedback to the planning process about the gaps between current and desired results. The gaps will commonly fluctuate either from uh, year to year or as organizational goals and objectives shift in relation to external pressures or opportunities. <clears throat> needs assessments can also be used when working with clients to define new opportunities, that is, opportunities driven by the desired results of the society, community partners, clients, and others, rather than driven by solutions in search of problems. Continual needs assessments, typically much less formal than initial assessments, can also be used to inform practical and justifiable decisions. The monitoring and evaluation results of one project cycle can, for instance, be integrated into a needs assessment that informs the next project cycle. But rather than just building on past project cycles, the needs assessment also infuses new data from internal and external partners into the decision-making. If you simply relied on past evaluations, reports, then you would um, probably miss the internal and external changes that are currently shaping the future. Use needs assessments proactively, continually and reactively in your organization. <clears throat> proactively to identify potential opportunities for improving individual or uh, organizational performance, 
continually to monitor your progress toward accomplishing desired results. Reactively, when new strategic, tactical, or operational objectives are to be achieved. Aren't needs assessments too rigid? From practical experience, most of us have learned that rigid planning just doesn't work. Life is messy, from natural disasters to changes in government leadership. There are just too many variables to accurately predict or control the future. As the saying goes, men plan, God laughs. Henry Mintzberg, 2000, the preeminent management researcher from McGill University, first described this problem in his book, The Rise and Fall of Strategic Planning, which shed light on how many traditional approaches to planning do not offer the flexibility required for real-world application. More recently, in his book, Tracking Strategies, Mintzberg illustrates through a number of case examples how most strategic plans change over time with some specific objectives being achieved as planned, some dropped as new or more information is learned, and some new objectives being created as opportunities arise. In response, needs assessment, which, uh, frequently, which frequently rely on strategic plans to help define the desired results, cannot afford to be rigid or closed-minded. They must demonstrate from beginning to end the flexibility required to inform decisions in complex and ever-changing realities. Your needs assessments should gather information from multiple perspectives, consider a range of alternative activities, and use techniques that give all partners a voice in the decision-making process. Your assessments should do so while maintaining a focus on what desired results are to be achieved. <clears throat> in contrast, solution-driven decisions are quite rigid. A solution is selected and then defended against all information that may suggest that alternatives could be of more value. In many organizations, the risks associated with dropping a solution that is already committed to make it very difficult to adjust decisions in response to new realities, thereby leaving many projects to suffer until they are one day forgotten. Use information from ongoing needs assessment activities to continually inform decisions at all stages in the project's life cycle, increasing your angrily or uh, agility and your ability to achieve results. How does a needs assessment relate to other tools uh, you are already using? Needs assessments are often associated with, that is, drawing on and contributing to process improvement uh, efforts, including front-end analysis, root cause analysis, and performance analysis. Each of, the each of the processes provide a distinct perspective to the analysis of results generated by the needs assessment. For instance, a root cause analysis will dissect the individual needs derived from the needs assessment to identify and compare the causal factors in an effort to determine which factors are at the foundation of the performance gap and deserve attention. A root cause analysis is most valuable when you have a well-defined process in place and when you are searching for a human procedural equipment or environmental failure in the process that can be improved upon. Similarly, front-end and performance analyses build on <coughs> findings from a needs assessment and needs analysis to link the identified and prioritized needs to specific performance improvement activities. From, the, from infrastructure investments to training to recruitment strategies and environmental policy, such analysis procedures can help, help guide your decisions about what to do in response to priority needs. Consequently, formal and informal needs assessments are common partners in, in many, if not most, other essential organizational processes. With um, Okay, with needs assessment processes uh, contributing to the foundation, you can then effectively use a variety of analysis procedures and potential improvement activities together to create a multifaceted initiative 
that improves performance from many angles and perspectives. <clears throat> Isn't an evaluation the same thing? Not really. Though there are similarities, both assessment and evaluation are, are important to improving results, but they serve different functions. The distinctive processes differ in the perspectives that they apply when collecting information and guiding decisions. Although many of the same uh, tools are applied in both assessments and evaluations, understanding the difference about how the perspectives are translated into practice requires particular attention. An assessment perspective, which you apply when conducting a needs assessment, collects information that identifies the gaps between the current results and the required or desired results or needs. And then it appraises those needs for um, determining priorities and comparing alternative activities that may help improve performance. Hence, this approach to collecting and analyzing information takes place before any decisions are made about what to do, which vendors to use, or even what products are to be expected. Needs assessments are required our needs assessments are frequently completed in partnership with planning efforts, such as strategic planning or project planning, to define where a group or organization is headed and how it plans to get there. <clears throat> in contrast, an evaluation perspective is most commonly applied when initial decisions about what to do, for example, build schools, reform policies, expand HIV AIDS services, may have already been made, and when um, you are trying to either improve performance, as with a developmental or formative evaluations, or determine the value added by current processes, as with summative or impact evaluation. You therefore approach an evaluation from a different vantage point than you would for a needs assessment. Your processes and results serve uh, a different, though equally important, function within an organization. The Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, uh, Development Assistance Committee has provided five criteria to consider when evaluating projects, relevance, effectiveness, efficiency, impact, and sustainability. Evaluations frequently inform the example, inform, for example, decisions about how or whether to improve performance of current efforts, and evaluations are therefore sometimes done in partnership with other cost value analyses, such as cost benefit, cost effectiveness, return to investment, or cost efficiency analysis, or ongoing needs assessment efforts. It is important to note that in recent years, given an emphasis on achieving results, that is, products, outputs, outcomes, and impacts, more attention has been given by project planners and funders to see evaluation planning as part of the project planning process. Consequently, for those who <clears throat> rightly consider that evaluation efforts start at the beginning of the project planning and not at the project's end, we see cases where evaluation and needs assessments assessment are more closely linked even as their functions differ. If you apply both approaches uh, when, the, <clears throat> when they are appropriate, then you are on the way to improving results. Throughout this book, nevertheless, we have made a conscious effort to describe each of the tools and techniques from <clears throat> a decidedly needs assessment perspective. Don't we already know what works? Relying on past success is no guarantee of future success, although decisions should consider the results of past solutions just as they should um, look at what others are doing to achieve results. Past successes should provide context for decisions rather than constrain them. Too often organizations uh, continue to apply the same old solutions well after the solutions, well after the solutions have lost their effectiveness, um, assuming that they were effective to begin with. Successful solutions exist in a point in time uh, and in certain contexts, and they have limited transferability to different times and contexts. 
Can't you just send out a survey asking people what they want? No, a survey is not a needs assessment. It is only a tool that may be used in a needs assessment if the circumstances are right to use um, to use a survey. Although the individual perspective on what people want to have done is quite valuable in making information decisions, informed decisions. By itself, it is of little value when making decisions. Asking people what they want also sets up the expectation, likely false, that they will get exactly what they want. Thus, we strongly recommend that you don't go down that path. <clears throat> By going far beyond simply asking people what they want, you can create a needs assessment that collects valuable information from multiple perspectives and guides justifiable uh, decisions. Use multiple tools and techniques and stay away from questions that may build unrealistic expectations. Hi, this is Dr. DeReese. Do you like what you're hearing in this podcast? Would you like to hear more? Well, why not support this podcast by making a donation? The amount doesn't matter. Whatever works for you, I am certainly grateful for. And while you're at it, why not make a suggestion for what you'd like to hear in this podcast? I'm certainly open to suggestions. And let me just say, thank you for your support. Well, that's the end of this episode of the podcast EDU, Eric DeReese University. Thanks for listening. And until next time, take care.